Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. The Knicks suffered a heartbreaking loss last night to the Phoenix Suns as Devin Booker knocked in a three pretty much at the buzzer to send the Knicks packing. So I want to know. Do you think the Knicks need to make a trade to compete with the top teams in this league? If so, hit that thumbs up icon right now. Yo, what's going on, everybody? You're watching Knicks Now by Chat Sports. I am your host, Marshall Green. Hope everybody had a good weekend. Got to see some family during the holidays. I know I did, and I absolutely needed it. Really fun to see the Knicks come back on Friday night against the Miami Heat. Jalen Brunson and Emmanuel quickly led the show, but then on Sunday against the Phoenix Suns, the Knicks started out slow, took the lead late in the fourth quarter, but couldn't hold on to it, and then Devin Booker knocked in that fallaway three. We'll talk about the game. We'll go through some stats and highlights at the tail end of today's show, but let's start with this. An NBA insider, James Edwards, who works for The Athletic and covers the Detroit Pistons, has linked the New York Knicks as a potential trade destination for Boyan Bogdanovich. And you might say, well, Marshall, why would the uh, Pistons look to be trading Boyan Bogdanovich? Well, they're 2-14 and 14 on the season. They are one of the worst teams in the National Basketball Association, and he has not played so far this year. He's dealing with a calf injury that has held him out of action throughout the season. I will say this, though. I am a little bit interested for a couple of different reasons. Number one, Boyan Bogdanovich, as I like to call him, is a professional score. He's a professional bucket getter. He could score from three, he can get to a spot in the mid-range, and he can finish around the basket. You look at what he's done in each of the last four seasons in his NBA career. Last year, he averaged 21.5 points per game on better than 41% from downtown while shooting six-plus attempts from three. That's really who he is. He's a high-volume three-point shooter, and he's extremely efficient each of the last four years he shot more than six threes a night and he shot better than 38 and a half percent from downtown in each of those years averaging somewhere from 21 to 17 points per night but why i think he fits so well with the knicks is one they need to improve their outside shooting but a lot of the ways that the knicks get their threes are catch and shoot opportunities off of drive and kicks from jalen brunson rj barrett Emmanuel Quickly, and Julius Randle. And last year, Boyan was one of the best catch-and-shoot three-point guys in the league, knocking it down at a 45.5% clip. Not too well of a guy off the bounce that will knock down threes. He can get to his spots, and he can light up the three-point line occasionally, 32.7% from there. But even around the rim, less than 10 feet from the cup, he almost converts on a 60% percentage. This is the athletics trade idea. 
I love Boyan Bogdanovich. I think he's a great scorer. I think he's a good piece on any winning team. Anytime you can add a six foot nine wing scorer that can knock it down from three at an elite level, I will always listen. This is their trade idea, though. Evan Fournier, you match the salary, and then you give up a 2024 first round pick. The Athletic did not disclose if this is an unprotected pick or a protected pick. Big difference there. I wish that they would do those types of things because an unprotected Knicks pick is way more valuable than a lottery-protected Knicks pick. Let's go with the assumption that it's unprotected for this. I'll ask you, would you do this trade? Would you trade Fournier for Bogdanovich, just a match of salary, and include a first-round pick? I want to hear from everybody watching down in the comments section. Would you make this trade if you were Leon Rose? Type A for accept, type D for decline, sound off for me. And I know this, if the Knicks do make this trade, or if they make any trade, we will make a video. We put out Knicks content every single day for free. And we're getting closer and closer to 30,000 subscribers. So support the channel. We'd appreciate it. Subscribe. Free Knicks content every day. For me personally, I would decline this trade for a couple of different reasons. Nothing really to do with the type of player or the skills that Boyan Bogdanovich presents. Let's start with this. He will be 35 years old in April. Coming off a calf injury, he's 34 right now, will be 35. I don't love that. And I don't love trading a first-round pick for a 35-year-old player. Next point. How much better and how much does he move the needle for the New York Knicks? Right now, I would say the Knicks are anywhere from the fourth-best team in the East to the sixth-best team in these. Does Boyan Bogdanovich raise you from a second-round playoff exit to a potential conference finals appearance? I personally don't think so. And on top of that, I'm not trading an unprotected Knicks first-round pick unless I am getting a star in exchange for a couple of reasons. If you trade a first-round pick in 2024 that is owned by you, that means you can't trade a pick that is owned by you in 2025. You can't trade back-to-back -back unprotected first-round picks. So not only are you trading a first-round pick for a 35-year-old player coming off a bad calf injury, you're also lowering the amount of draft capital you have to make a trade for another superstar. The most attractive and the most, I would say, valuable picks that the Knicks have are their own first-round picks. I'm not giving one of those up for a 35-year-old player. And also, if you did make that trade, where is he going to play? Another move would have to follow. The Knicks are already nine deep in the rotation. We know Tibbs likes to keep it a tight nine-man rotation. If you trade Fournier, who's not in the rotation, for a guy like Bogdanovich, who's probably going to be your starting small forward that moves R.J. Barrett to the two, who's losing minutes? Is Grimes? Is Hart? Is Quickly? Is DiVincenzo? Another move would have to be on the another move would have to follow if I'm trading a player out of the rotation for a player that's going to enter the road rotation. I'll say this though. You only make this trade if it is five minutes before the NBA trade deadline. If you strike out on every other deal, every single other deal, then you could make this trade. And then you can go in the offseason and add another first round pick that you could trade out in the future. But for now, I would say no. If this trade stayed alive and got closer until the trade deadline, maybe I'd listen, but for now, I'm going to say no. Coming up, we're going to break down the Knicks' loss yesterday to the Phoenix Suns and this game winner by Devin Booker over Julius Randle. But first, I got to give a huge shout-out to today's sponsor, Factor. If you go to factormeals.com slash Knicks Chat 
50, you're going to get 50% off your first order. I'll have all that information clickable down in the comments and description of today's show. This holiday season, you might be looking for nutritious, convenient meals to keep you energized on jam-packed days. Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal delivery service, can help you fuel up fast for breakfast, lunch, and dinner with chef-prepared, dietitian approved ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. You'll save time, eat well, and stay on track with your healthy lifestyle while tracking all your holidays to do. When you're too busy running around to plan lunch, Factor has you covered with lunch-to-go, effortless, Wholesome meals like grain bowls and salad toppers that are ready to eat when you're on the go. No microwave required. With Factor, you can rest assured you're making a sustainable choice. We offset 100% of our delivery emissions and source 100% renewable electricity for our production sites and offices. Head to factormeals.com slash NixChat50 and use code NixChat50 to get 50% off. That's code NixChat50 at factormeals.com slash NixChat50 to get 50% off. I'm a huge fan of Factor, and I know you guys will like it too. Click the link down in the comments and description of today's show. All right, the Knicks just fell down way too much early in that first quarter. A very slow and sluggish start to the game, and obviously it ended in this fashion. Jalen Brunson tied it up. Knicks were down 113 to 111. He hit his patented pull-up jumper from 18 feet. And on the very next possession, Devin Booker knocked down this three to pretty much send it to pretty much made it over. Brunson shot a 30 point, uh, 30 foot three-pointer at the buzzer, couldn't get it to fall. This picture right here shows that Julius Randle gave a great contest. But what do they say? Pictures lie and they always make things look bigger. What about this picture right here? You're telling me this is good defense by Julius Randle? Devin Booker was easy, was able to just walk into his spot and get up a pregame jumper. He's already almost at the apex. Julius Randle's hands are in his pocket digging for loose change, and there's three feet right there. Yesterday was the type of game that pissed me off from Julius Randle. He was awful in the first half. No energy, no effort, disengaged. And then in the third quarter, he played like an all-NBA player. And then on the last play of the game, he didn't do what he had to do to get a stop. I know a lot of people saying this is good defense. This is not good defense. This is actually bad defense. Booker made a great shot. Probably would have made the shot even if Randall was all in his grill. But at the end of the day, can I get your fucking hands up, please? What was awful was this play ruined an absolute masterclass from Jalen Brunson yesterday. In my opinion, this is the best Jalen Brunson has played this season. The energy level on offense and defense was awesome. He was diving on the floor. He was taking charges. He was pushing the break. Eight assists, six rebounds. He was on the board. 15 or 25 from the deck, 60% and over 50% from downtown. Jalen Brunson struggled a little bit earlier in the season, but he's finally hitting that second level, and we're seeing a different level of play from Captain Clutch. Randall's stats finished Great, right? 28 points, rebounds a little bit low. Knicks got dominated on the offensive glass by Phoenix. Would have liked to have seen 30, box somebody out. Only five rebounds, only two assists. A lot of his damage was done in that third quarter. He was not good in the first half, had some buckets in the fourth. But overall, the lack of effort, and then the awesome play in the third quarter, and then not a good contest on Booker at the end. That's just what makes sometimes a Julius Randle trade feel like addition by subtraction. The way he played in the third quarter should be how he always plays. Shouldn't matter if you're getting touches. Touches and points should not affect your energy level. 
does too often for number 30. Emmanuel quickly continues to show that he is the second best player on the Knicks. In my opinion, he is the second best player on the Knicks. I'm going to put him in front of Julius Randle. I know a lot of people aren't going to agree with that, but I'm going to go out and say it. 18 points last night. Would have liked to seen him move the ball a little bit more. Only 40% from the field. Just one assist. Knicks need him to be a little bit more of a playmaker. But overall, 18 points on 10 shots. 3 of 5 from downtown. Say this, with Quentin Grimes struggling the way he is, there's been some chatter about him potentially entering that starting lineup. R.J. Barrett had a bad game. It happens. He's been great so far this year. I'm not going to overreact and be upset about the way he played, but the Knicks need more from R.J. Barrett than what he gave you on Sunday. Mitchell Robinson was great again. 11 rebounds, couple of blocks, couple of steals. But at the end of the fourth quarter, the Suns started the hack of Mitchell, Ro Mitchell Robinson thing, and he couldn't make his free throws. As well as he's played, as dominant as he's been on the offensive glass, on pace to break Dennis Rodman's offensive rebound rate. He has to be better than 37% from the foul line. Because if you are shooting 37%, you're unplayable in the fourth quarter. Knicks need him out there. He's got to be better. 50%. That's all I'm asking for, big fella. Devin Booker really didn't play all that well. And Quinton Grimes did a hell of a job on him through the first three quarters. And I tweeted out while watching the game at the house and said, Tom Thibodeau should match Devin Booker minutes with Quinton Grimes minutes. Booker was awful in the first half. Grimes did a great job on him. And then Grimes didn't play in the fourth quarter, and Booker got off and hit a 35-footer to win the game. Look, no KD, no Bradley Beal. You should win this game. You shouldn't allow Eric Gordon to go for 25. Knicks came out slow. Stepped slow. Didn't hustle the balls. Didn't gather rebounds. Didn't attack the glass. <sighs> bad loss. It's a bad loss. These are games you're supposed to win. You're playing against the Suns without two of their top three players. And you let Eric Gordon go for 25. Disappointing loss. Encouraging to see some players play well. I loved how Hartenstein battled. Love how Brunson played. I thought quickly played well. But guys like Quentin Grimes, DiVincenzo, and Josh Hart, they got to pick it up, man. They really do. They make too much money, especially DiVincenzo and Hart. Over $130 million combined between the two. They got to be better. After that loss last night, I got a couple of messages from you guys on Twitter saying, Marsh, I'm worried about the Knicks. Marsh, I'm worried about the Knicks. So I'll just give everybody a chance right here. What is your confidence level in this Knicks team. Scale it from 1 to 10. 1 being you're not confident. 10 being you're 100% confident. They're going to keep on keeping on. Sound off for me. And as always, you can follow me over on Twitter at MarshallGreen underscore. Wasn't able to go live for the game last night. We were doing the Giants game. It's tough for me to do two watch parties in one day. But I was live tweeting the game. You can stay up to date with everything Knicks related on my Twitter at MarshallGreen underscore.